Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on this December 22nd, 2021, very much nearing the end of a very exciting year that we've had. And we have a couple of incredibly interesting guests that we're going to have on today. Both of them are legitimate uh, doctors of philosophy. That is uh, Dr. Chris Gowan and Dr. Lauren Lichty. Uh, both of them are sex educators, and they are going to be talking to us about their podcast, Before You Swipe, at some point. And they may also join us later for uh, helping us with our client, I Saw Mommy Pegging Santa Claus. That is our client for today. And uh, God it's knows. It's part of the holiday season. Yes. It is. Where that's going to be going. Part. Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings, and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. Brendan, if you could tell us who our sponsor is for today, that'd be awesome. Well, certainly. Um, so tonight, the law office of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker are proudly brought to you by White Trash Cruise Lines. Isn't it time you got your freak back on? Uh, launching from Coonersville Beach here in Florida, just 10 miles south of the lovely VD Islands, your ultimate floating spring break went too long and everyone is over 50 now party is set to sail. Nana's got the trailer on lockdown, the kids are with that lonely divorced neighbor, and you and Brandy are ready to make it or break it. White Trash Cruise Lines has it all. Midget wrestling, uh, catfish dancing, different cave pools filled with jello, liquor, and oh, damn, is that piss? And let's not forget the world-famous meth-off, where some of the greatest cookers the South has to offer face off in a sudden-death competition judged by Gary Busey, Charlie Sheen, and the mummified corpse of Spud McKenzie. What are you waiting for? There are more diseases to be caught than scupper trout. And if fishing ain't your thing, you can relax, pour yourself a natty ice, and just watch the dog fight. White Trash Cruise Lines. You'll be grinning like a possum shitting peach seeds. <laughs> That's a great oh. motto for a company, any company. I'm I wish that was uh, Chevrolet's new So uh, this was a sponsor that we had when we were part of the Indie Pods United Summit. Is that correct? I think That's, that, we... that is correct. This is a right, returning cause... sponsor. They did so well the last time. And they still back. can't seem to figure out that they're peach pits and not peach seeds. I don't know why. They Just because they're white trash, right? Um, You know, that's your sort of, you know, Portland uh, privilege talking. We call them <laughs> peach seeds down here. You call them whatever you want. I think the world calls them peach pits. The world that speaks English, anyway, calls them pits as opposed to seeds. They are a seed. Just like you Portlandians call wild, crazy anarchists. You call them protesters, peaceful protesters. <laughs> Says the Portlander. <laughs> Says the communist. Well, that too. I don't know. It looks more like uh, Assassin's Creed or something. <laughs> it's true. He is he is mocked up as the assassin again this week. I'm gonna start okay. singing the international if we don't start doing this podcast. What is oh, the yeah. international, Greg? It's the Russian Kami. Is the Kami theme? Love yeah. theme from Kami Land. <laughs> Love theme from Kami. Is that a TV show? 
Now the international, that's with all the early communists. That was like their national anthem. Do you know how any of it goes? Can Not you, like, really. It was in that movie Reds with Warren Beatty and I forgot. You uh, called okay. him this bluff, Matt. <laughs> I know, I do it <laughs> I a lot, unfortunately. Because I, I get interested in what he's talking about and then he's got no more. He's just very <laughs> surface. He's incredibly shallow. Speaking of shallow, um, I'll be talking now. So... <laughs> <laughs> I want to introduce our guests once again. So we have uh, Dr. Chris Gowan, Dr. Lauren Lichty. Chris is uh, located in Toronto, Canada, and uh, Dr. Lauren is in Chicago. Who and she and Dr. Lauren is a professor of, I believe, interdisciplinary studies at the University of Washington and the University of Chicago. So, uh, oh, 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 no? not not claiming you know, UFC. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not oh. only University of Washington. Oh, okay. I thought for some reason you were at uh, University of Chicago, like Urbana, I Champaign, mean, or something. Ah, uh, that's where I did my undergrad. So oh, <laughs> okay. <connection. laughs> my my apologies. All right. Apparently, horrible, horrible research. So. <laughs> Why, why don't you guys go ahead tell us a bit about um, about before your swiper podcast and just so everybody out there in podcast line knows it's the capital B as in boy the letter U and then swipe the word as in uh, Dora the Explorer no. swiper no swiping. Did you You're forget close. the number four? You yeah, the letter B. B U swipe. Yes. Well, B U, but I don't have to like say what the letter the number four. The letter B, the number four, the letter U. All right, fine. Because we would really like to get you before you swipe. <laughs> our our goal is to support you before. So, it's, so then it's actually U B four swipe. U U B four U swipe. U B forty. U B forty. Red red one. You I think I should change the name. You guys should change Don't the name of your me. podcast to Bus Wipe. Or, or <laughs> Bus that. Wipe. Yeah. Yeah. Bus That's wipe? what you spelled, Matt. That's yeah, B U S. I don't want to listen to a podcast about bus swiping. I don't yeah. even know what that is. It's but. like how, it's how to steal buses. Yes. I was thinking more Bus Wipe. A wiping bus. And you're, people you're wiping cleaning, buses. Yeah, people cleaning up buses. I mean, there could be an interesting conversation about things left behind on buses, actually. I'd maybe listen to that podcast. Yeah. I suppose. Right. <laughs> Peanuts. I, I have found weird Peach stuff on seeds. People leave bags behind, headphones, phones, wallets. I left my favorite hat on the bus once. It was very I sad. My favorite did, they know, did they know it was your favorite when you left it? I don't know. Probably oh. not. I the it was like, somebody loves this. But I'm taking it. Exactly. It belongs to me. This is my, my favorite I, hat. I left my wallet on the bus once and I didn't even care about losing my wallet. It was that night I was going to see the Guided by Voices reunion and the ticket was in there. I was headed to the concert and then I was like, fuck. Like, I didn't even care about losing my wallet and my ID and the money. I, I just couldn't go to the show. I was just like, no. So you weren't like Guided by Voices, you're Guided by Moronity. Which is well, no, it was tight pants. I was wearing tight pants and the wallet fell out. You were guided by tight pants? Yeah, guided by tight pants. Slacks, right, tight slacks. The, what kind of music do they sing? Indie. I don't know. <laughs> Indie. Great. Okay. Great well, let, let, all right. So I've obviously butchered the name of their podcast. So, guys, why don't you go ahead? 
Yeah. And tell us Lauren, about take it what away. you do. <laughs> well, so the podcast, it's, you know, us, a couple uh, middle-aged uh, sex nerds, and we date <laughs> as people not presently in monogamous committed relationships. And so we, we found ourselves seeing bizarre profiles and being like, hey, man, have you seen this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm sending things to each other. And then we realized this is pretty funny. As we were talking about it and so we and then we would also offer advice we'd be like chatting about it. we're like gosh if only they had um and so that turned into the basic logic of the podcast we said they had only what house. like played bagpipes what do you mean if they, had <laughs> if, if, if they had only changed this feature if they had oh. only used a better photo or had a different angle or if they'd changed their content you know and so if they only had soap you know <laughs> sometimes materials yeah, sometimes it's irredeemable, but uh, if only they were a different person. <laughs> sometimes right, yeah, there is that. If they had a different personality. Well, we have, a scarf out of we've definitely scarf. given praise to good profiles oh, yeah. that are people that we would never swipe right on. Like the because red, they're- The red pill person. The red right, pill. the red pill person. So this we, person wait, who was- uh, We can explain. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Please. Please do. The red pill person? Is that that yeah. fish oil thing? I see it <laughs> advertised. There's like a fish oil red pill. Not that one. This is And this is appropriate because the new Matrix movie came out today. This is a plug right. for the Matrix. I hope you get money. Um, so, the, <laughs> so this is like how conservatives like to claim the Matrix. And they're like, I took the red pill. And it's like, I got my awakening by taking the red pill. And that's why I can see through the Matrix and you know that the democrats are what what are what is it that they claim they like drink blood and are lizard people or something uh, anyway and so they say they took the red pill brendan so this- is the resident expert on the lizard people yeah <laughs> you, 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 there's blood drinking uh there's shape-shifting lizards yeah um the queen of england uh boxcar willie if he's still alive i'm not sure <laughs> they're all involved and they're all eating that's a baby eating, I think. Right. right? So yeah. Oh, so no, this no. woman. So it was a woman who, yeah, actually referenced taking the red pill, red and so had a, I think had a MAGA hat on, and also just and oh, but owned like I only want a tough man. Like I don't want a man with feelings. I don't want a man to like be like this. Like I drink whiskey. I like wrestling, and I want a real man. And I've taken the red pill. And fuck off anybody else. And so it was a great profile, and the pictures were really like flattering. Except and... I was so confused that she was goth. She was like gothy. I mean, it right. was like, that that yeah. I never got over. She was gothy and awake. Yeah, she was like talking all tough, like she was gonna kick your ass. And I'm like, I, okay, I'm small, but I could fucking take this person, like really. So I felt right. like she didn't quite deliver. Anyway, this is this is basically the kind of conversations we have on our podcast. So she, she got you angry enough that you decided you would kick her ass. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Like you well, got so she, pissed off, like I'm coming after this woman. I mean, I just want to know was she was she you know lizard curious? Was she was she open to a lizard relationship? Or well, strictly, in order for us to have found her, her she was open to all genders. In no, order, no, 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 no. The way she came oh. to us was through someone I was dating. So this is one of the oh. fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so so she was head. All right. So wait. Well, so whatever. Lauren. Lauren was dating a lizard person? No, 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 no. I was dating someone else who was also on the dating apps who knew about our podcast. And so they were on their dating app and this dude saw this woman's profile and was like, holy shit, you've got to review this profile. Like the okay, red pill so, made it So the Tinder. person you were dating was mammalian. 
They they were they were yes. mammalian. Okay, and good. Also, uh, male identified. Uh, okay. Yeah. And not a sea creature of any kind. Not a sea creature. Okay. There was no. Uh, no, no yeah. they live in a lagoon at least. Anyone does. No, the they live near people, a lagoon actually. <laughs> the tentacle people have their own dating app. It's a totally different thing because I thought the tentacle you, people were all Japanese. That's racist. Oh. That was oh, in terms of reference, I have not seen any reference to tentacle porn on any dating uh, profile yet. We have seen that scary, God, what was that? That was like thumper with the nose and the hammer. Oh, yeah. The that was some shit. Yeah, the person's profile was a picture of a, like a sort of an Alice in Wonderland drawing with the Alice like had like an ax behind her back. And there was like this little thumper looking all like expect, you know, expectant and stuff like that. But with a nose it, that looked like a hard on too. Thumper the oh rabbit. yeah, the nose that looked like a hard on. Yeah, thumper so the, we- The rabbit. Wow, that's- Wouldn't you want to swipe left, right for that person? Just out of curiosity, wouldn't you want to meet them? Sometimes. So, Greg, you're my people. I love swiping right on really weird profiles. There was someone uh, called Wizard Cat, and it was all pictures of cats with lasers and hats, and that was it. And their whole profile was written, or maybe it was just that when we messaged, it was all in Old English. It was, it was fucking <laughs> great. We messaged for like four months. And when I tried to get them to meet me, they ghosted me. I was like, damn it, but I want to know who's behind Wizard Cat. It was obviously Jeffrey Chaucer is, uh, yes. this is all in old English. This is the world of modern dating. Now, I haven't done any dating in about 13 years. So I know that things have changed a lot. But back then I was doing dating like on Craigslist um, and uh I think Plenty of Fish was another one. That's called prostitution. I, was gonna say, is, I don't think Craigslist is a dating app or ever was, Matt. I think you were doing it wrong. No, no. At the time, they had men seeking women, women like seeking men. Like a back men. page kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think that's all gone from Craigslist now. I think they got rid of all of that stuff. So I don't know if that still exists anymore. Maybe or, or it got replaced by Tinder and the other apps. And I've heard you guys talk about it on your podcast um, somebody called Hinge and uh, Bumble or yeah. something like yeah. that. What are those? So they're just other dating apps. Um, Bumble is unique in that it is in it's male female relationships. The female can take the lead on swiping and instigating contact. So that's that's Bumble's shtick. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. I, don't under, I don't quite understand that. What do you mean the woman can take the lead on? Has can to. anybody? So take in other the words, lead? no. So in other words, so we're going to pretend it's a, a, a male female dynamic for this particular exercise. Uh -huh. And so if uh, so, me as a female, if I'm only looking for men and we swipe. We both swipe right on each other and it's a match. I would have to be the one to instigate the conversation. The guy so could not like, instigate the conversation. Dudes yeah. can't send unsolicited dick pics until right. after we sent one message at least. Exactly. <laughs> that seems like a reasonable, you know. It was sort of, of how to give that sense. So that's where Bumble is a little bit unique. And Hinge Wait, is, Chris, before you move yeah. on, did we ever, have you ever tested? Do we know? What happens if it's two femme identified people? Like. You either one can either one can uh, instigate because I because that then, happens to me as well. Probably so whoever has the deeper voice, <laughs> right? Which would That's probably be me. Is usually yeah. the okay. case. So then I get to take the lead. Voice. Yeah. Um, and then in Hinge, Hinge is more photo driven. It does have text, but it's 
you have to have a minimum of a certain amount of pictures. And it also, the pictures are driven by prompts that are sort of canned prompts They're that you can so use to then have an, like, and then you can have a picture with it. So it's like caption, instead of caption this photo, it's like photo this caption, I guess. It's super um, weird. And that one skews really young. So yeah, Lauren and I have an episode. I mean, but both of us have been, you know, both of us are, or older. I, you know, and uh, yet a lot of 20 somethings will, uh, Matt, like try to say, oh, and that's the other thing with Hinge is Hinge, you know, who likes you before. So you can like someone first, but like in my Hinge queue, there's like, oh, these 10 people like you. And so you can kind of look at them first. Yeah. Which is so not true. It's a little different. Are you ever Which like not totally put Hinder. off by the people who like you on these things where you go, oh my God, no. Well, most of, in Hinge, uh, like, because I kept, I mean, mostly for the podcast, I've kept the age bracket open. Most of the people who like me on Hinge are in their 20s. And, like, I'm in my 50s, so that's not going to happen. And so, but, so I'm amused. We do have an episode dedicated to talking about, like, what the fuck is with the 20-year-olds? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're very, very open these days to pretty much everything. That what age is no longer a barrier. So you know, you should you should revel in it, Chris. You should open those doors wide to the twenty year olds. I I don't know. I mean, we're in lockdown again in Toronto here, um, or in partial lockdown. But I don't know if I have the stomach to. But it might be interesting. And this is also not a really nice way to treat a human being. But it would be interesting to try to meet a twenty year old and see how long the conversation could even last. I just like the sentence, try to meet a 20 year old. <laughs> right. Instead of like taking it's... that by itself. It's uh, that sounds fascinating to me because it sounds like, you know, they don't really exist except in the wild or something. And you're like on a hunt. <laughs> yeah. They're trying well, to meet I mean... Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, where I mean, are these elusive 20 year olds? Where I are they would... hiding? I mean, obviously a 20 year old who's going to be, you know, interested or friendly with someone who's, you know, in their 50s old enough to be their grandmother well i mean that's pushing it a little bit but yeah it's certainly old enough to be their mother but but obviously that's an interesting person i think that person would have a lot to say kind of a what was it harold and maude kind of i mean i don't <laughs> that, that, okay, that, person, that much of a difference brendan no but what i'm no hear this me isn't out, that old no, I'm, but what i'm saying okay whatever that, that wasn't meant as any sort of whatever i'm just saying that i'm kidding point is that person has to have a little bit more depth than some dude who's just you know searching for other 20 year olds no i think they're it's... just i think they're just swiping right on everybody i, I mean okay. i don't think they're actually being discerning all right true though because are you not giving yourself enough credit chris exactly because I mean, when we very have very attractive to 20 year olds and when we have had those little conversations when we followed up with some of the children which i will call yes. them the children We've heard things Ooh, back. Ageism. Like, we didn't it, even talk oh, about that last week. We could have gone wait, into ageism, guys. Solid uh, adultism, ageism, however you want to frame <laughs> it. Yeah, I am definitely the children. Uh, but if when you're I, old enough, if you're old enough to be their parents, then I don't know how she referred to them. Because it's and it's in dating, right? It's a little like, oh, good, this is uncomfortable. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
but so asking like did you notice my age and right. and then being a full explanation back of you know I actually am really drawn to someone who is older and has their life established and blah blah, blah. I mean like there's clearly some sort of a draw and potentially people yeah rent on and then yeah so there is that and I've had people like please give me a chance and I'm like no I think you're very sweet but I don't think that's a good idea and then, but the other, so it's right. So is it a feather in their cap? But also like, I don't know how many times these 20 year olds have seen middle-aged people naked, but it is a different, it is a different situation than it is when you see like 20 somethings naked. So if they're used to seeing their peers naked and then they see like someone like me naked, it's just a different, it's a whole different doesn't, doesn't mean they won't think it's fucking hot as hell, right? Like, I mean, also you shouldn't assume what someone's going to be attracted right. to. Right, it's and true. That's what light switches are for. This might be a <laughs> slight digression. This might be a slight digression for. Oh, that means it's digression. definitely a digression. It's a huge <laughs> digression. But um, I was. I, I know this is going to sound racist, but go ahead, I saw footage now. of uh, an anti-gay rally, and some guy had a sign that said "Harold and Maude, not Harold and Claude." That makes no sense. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> You're invoking Harold and Maude, though. <laughs> right. That's a that's that's a a dumb b yeah. a far-reaching reference that most of the people at the rally probably wouldn't even get. No. So, okay, I made it up. I'm sorry. I just like that pun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't really see that sign. I didn't really see that sign. I was going to say gonna that's gonna somebody say. who's out there trying to disrupt the rally, is what they are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually yeah, it's like a, a merry prankster. You know, no, like, you could just do the joke you. without pretending these things actually exist. It's funner that way to lie and cheat and steal and <laughs> do bad things. It's more fun to ruin people's lives. <laughs> yes, I no. find it quite enjoyable to steal packages off people's porches. Have you guys ever, like, in your research, been like, "Shit, this isn't just for the show. I'm hooking up with this person." Yeah, I mean, we are we are using dating apps to 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 date and find partners. So yes, we do meet people and go out with them and etc. Et some of them are Some of them become listeners. And do some of them become do listeners. Ever, uh, do you dish on them? Do you ever like talk about a date you had with one of these people? Or that's too. No, not yet. And I mean, I'm trying to be. We did have one episode where so we have what we call them story time and so there was this one episode we had when we both saw people that we knew on the dating app and sort of what do you do in those situations so that there were were references to people who are currently in both of our lives in that episode. yeah yeah you know what you do you date them and then it's like a pina colada song then you're like oh it's you yeah are you exactly. That you're trying to get them to live the pina colada song, Greg. Kind <laughs> of, in a I, small way. Yeah. So, so you you use these. You mentioned three different dating apps. I've been married for 30 years. I've been so I'm so not a dater. I don't Congratulations, side note. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it's something. <laughs> it's an accomplishment for sure. Well, which of those? What are those? I mean, there's been times I thought maybe I should probably figure out these dating apps, but we've been through those storms. <laughs> but the question is, uh, which of those dating apps would you recommend? And would you recommend, like, okay, well, if you're you're 25 and younger, do this one. If you're 40 and up, do this one. Or is it 
kind of a mixed bag and it's just whatever you get or one is just a bigger platform like tinder which uh, you know i've heard of and so go there for it's like facebook everybody's on tinder and then you kind of can bur you know go into different maybe well brendan you ones. would use grinder hey come on man i mean what? I'm asking a legitimate. Go enjoy. No, no I'm just saying. Know. I'm asking a legitimate question, and he just torpedoed it. But seriously, what? how? Like, What's well, wrong? I'll speak for me, and then I want Lauren yeah. to answer yeah. too with their opinions on on what they think. I I have I think Hinge skews younger, as we sort of alluded to, and I think that's a good place to meet pretty quality people. If like, and again, it's sort of like, what are you looking for, right? So like, there's that layer as well. Like, what kind of relationship? Um, I've met more quality people on on Bumble, I would say overall. Oh, um, although the person that I was, I went on a few dates with most recently, I met on Tinder. So there's whatever. Like it's just it's all over the map um, for me in terms of what's what's going on um, that way. And then there's other. I mean, Lauren, do you want to talk about HUD? Or I was one exa of the that's exactly where I was going to go. HUD, HUD? like housing and urban development. <laughs> yes yes that I, like, I totally need to figure out what hud stands for like why did they do hud but yeah, um, all the guys look like a young paul newman it's like because the they guy. it was originally chud and they decided they weren't cannibalistic anymore right um, so it's now humanoid urban uh, dwellers but they don't eat each other uh, the, well i mean uh, so hud is a kink connection app way way more so and so like the whole interface when you're creating your profile there's this really amazing robust list of all different kinds of kinks that you can indicate so kinks being things like uh eating paint being <laughs> i mean maybe but that, i don't uh, think that was on the list <laughs> gerbil okay. piping that's no, greg's no, favorite that not on the list <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But bondage was on the list and all sorts of fabrics you might want to be bound by and choking. Fabrics. And... Oh, like yeah. PVC like PVC pipe? Well, yes, definitely. Okay. That's on there. So, so it creates a great big database of these different kinks. And then you can rate them on like a scale of one to five. Like... Well, or you say, I'm into, do, I'm into being the giver, I'm into being the receiver, or I'm not into this at all. Or maybe I think about it, you know, so you can like indicate your kinks so you can find other people who are into the same kinks as you. And so that's a way to connect. Can uh, I find a Dirty Sanchez person on there? Someone who's into Dirty Sanchez? You definitely could. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't likely specifically say Dirty Sanchez, but you would get very adjacent quickly. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah. you know, Greg, if you want to just drive down from New York, you know, I'm here in Florida for you. Just, you know, just put it out there. This is the so, best app. Greg would have to learn how to drive to do that, though, Brad. Oh, and there was a I similar one called Field, which is also like a place too where couples and singles can also find each other for and that one's ethical non-monogamous too. Yeah, and that one's way more for couple couples and yeah, ethical non-monogamous people. So you're kind of going in eyes wide open, knowing most people have other humans around. For the hippies, there's is, meadow. Which is the yeah, app that leads to the most heartbreaks? Where it's just like All people getting on there just wanting to fuck and like, see you later. Thanks for the screw. Oh, more of that. Is that what heartbreak means? I was going to say that's what heartbreak means. That just sounds fun, but you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if they do it in a mean way. Like, oh, you know, like, I would think the paid apps. I'm going to go with like the ones like Match and stuff like that, where really? like, I think you think, well, because I think people, can happen on paid apps? 
Really? Well, because I think the because I think the intention of a paid app or a lot of people who will pay money to be on an app are thinking they're actually going to make a not or a, excuse me, I'm so used to saying non-monogamous, but like a monogamous um, connection and like that's going to lead to something or do whatever. And so like, I think then you pay and I think there's a certain expectation that goes along with those, like those paid apps that I think an eHarmony and places like that. And again, I'm sort, I mean, I've got research stuff. I've done actual talks on the science of online dating. And, and so there are some components that I think lead to that because I think like Tinder, for example, has the reputation of being a one and done. Um, whereas, uh, you know, and other like, whereas Hinge and Bumble are sort of like in between that, those kinds of things. And then places like HUD and Field are much more above board, like where you're just saying things, but like, you know, and it's really just hard to say, up, but not in a way you're going to hurt each other. Right. Like it's a, right. It's much in more a very, so yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's an expectation factor in that, you know, you, you go with a match.com or an eHarmony, you know, like, let's say, God forbid I got divorced and I was like, oh, well, I'm not done with relationships. Right. I feel like that would seem like, I, I kind of see what you're saying. That would, I would like, I'm not going to do Tinder. I'm not interested in like, that seems like a young person thing. I need to hook up. And then it turns out that it's not. And so your expectation is this and yeah. the result is that. No, I could, I could totally see that. So just go straight to Tinder yeah. or, or Bumble or whatever and forget the middleman. Yeah. Well, Don't and also to- in our podcast, we talk about like, what are these people looking for, right? Yeah. Like, so we can see like, there are certain people who will say very clearly, like, I mean, one of the people that I'm, I'm sort of, with and spending some time with is like is like I'm poly I'm pansexual and I'm a parent right so like has a nice little alliteration going but right up front is like this is who I am and it's like fantastic I know who you are I know what's going on I'm not like you know like swindled or whatever the heck is the right word for that but like you know like and and so you know who who's there and what's happening and then you have other people who are like i'm looking for the one true love in my soulmate who can read my mind and like you know we bond forever and and so can i I quote from someone the soulful telepathy oh yeah someone was looking for soulful telepathy and we're like like, no one can read your mind man no one can read your mind (laughs) was that the person who got his uh, is that the person who got his date like his romance memes from the business site yes <laughs> i'm still not over that like you know like the, he had these memes about like your one true love is like all you ever need in your life and all these things and then like but in like the the watermark was from like a, a business website <laughs> i'm like i haven't gotten over that yet i'm like don't do that like don't don't make your like romantic things have like an at Bizworld, <laughs> so he was using uncredited deposit photos uh, images. No, no, he. Th- I think these these they romantic were. app memes came from a business website. Like they were inspirational about what true love means. And oh, I it, see. And it yeah. sort of led me to write an uh, like. So we have show notes, and we'll always write show notes at the end. But it led me to write a show note about codependency. <laughs> so. Yeah, so our show, so that's the thing I, we didn't talk about. So the sex ed yeah. component, really, I mean, we'll talk about a lot of things, and often we're talking about consent, respect for people, like how to how to feel connections, how to be self aware, lots of how to communicate, all those sorts of things. 
but we'll then often extend those conversations on our website where we write what Chris is describing as show notes. And so each episode ends up having a note attached to it. That's like the more, you know, and where we'll take one theme that comes up and extend. Are there a lot of goofball pranksters on these sites who just make a totally obviously goofy profiles just to be funny? Is is that a thing? Because I always thought that would be fun to do. You should totally do it and have fun with it and have interesting. Well, I don't know how to use those. I don't have the technology know-how to use, get on Tinder. I'll make Greg you is an still trying to figure out how to get Greg. the cans to work when you tie the strings together. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I could be a guy named like Garfield Jones. It's like I like Mondays. I love lasagna. I hate someone dogs. would probably <laughs> swipe right on that. I would totally swipe right on you, and I'd be like, hey, Garfield, will you? But you would have to. I'd be so disappointed if you did not continue to talk to me in Garfield like <laughs> that would be so, like but think about the delight you bring to someone's life in in yeah. I think it's wonderful yeah, yeah Greg think about the delight you would bring to someone's life if I had the life. time believe me I'd do it but you know me there could be a Dilbert <laughs> very busy man That's right. he, he's got to get more drinking time oh my god Kathy would be that. great Kathy <laughs> would be like act hate, okay. hate trying on swimsuits but love donuts at work <laughs> <laughs> You sure you wouldn't go for Dilbert, Greg? Dilbert's Take all the Dilbert persona. Right, well, we've reached about the halfway mark. Where can we? Where can people find your podcast, doctors? Everywhere where all the podcasts are. Spotify, Apple, all the things, and it's just the letter B, the number four, the letter U. Swipe. Um, and then you can also send us profiles. So if anyone is listening and is like, oh man, I saw a thing, just screen grab it on your, I've just made gestures. Like I was pushing on both sides of my phones. If you have an iPhone, that's what you do. <laughs> well, people on YouTube might do that. People who listen yeah. to this on our podcast. It's like the new version of this. We don't know what that person's yeah, that talking airplane. about. <laughs> yes. Well, so, so yeah, but you can send us screen grabs, however you take screen grabs on your devices and uh, send this to us and we will over. I just figured out how to do that. I figured out how to do a screen grab screen this grab? year. Goody, goody, goody. Goody, goody, goody. But yeah, the letter B, the number four, (laughs) the letter U, swipe at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, but we are shitty social media people. We never post anything, but we are there and we are there to listen if you send something our way. Um, And we will someday figure out how to promote ourselves on social media. Yeah, Yeah, their next podcast will be called Shitty Social Media People. Yes. Perfect. And you will find that on your local uh, local typewriter. Okay. Well, that brings us to our uh, midway point for the most part, which means that uh, we're ready for the cooking segment, and then we'll uh, then we'll ask Greg a question, and then we'll move on to our client for the day. So why don't I uh, get the cooking segment going here, and uh, everyone, this is a, another holiday cooking. one. What's that? I said, I can't wait. <laughs> no, you'll have to wait. Here we go. Hey there, everybody. This is Waspy Soda Pop, and you're not. This is Food is for Eating. Today, we got a very special holiday hamster recipe, because everybody makes a Christmas hamster. So this is going to be my take on the Christmas hamster. So first, you want to get one large teddy bear hamster or a golden hamster or a Syrian hamster. It's got a couple of different names. You can get that at your local hamster emporium or butcher shop. Then you also want to get a half cup of cranberry sauce, quarter cup of orange marmalade, quarter cup of apricot preserves, half cup of brown sugar, one tablespoon of Dijon mustard, and one tablespoon of ketchup. All right. 
First, you preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. For those of you who live in Celsius land, I have no idea what that is, so you figure it out. Anyway, you want to take your hamster out of the refrigerator while you prepare the glaze, which was those other ingredients that I mentioned before. You mix all the ingredients together, the cranberry sauce, the marmalade, the apricot preserves, the brown sugar, the Dijon mustard, the ketchup. Mix them all up. It makes one heaping cup of glaze enough for the hamster and for some sauce on the side. You place the hamster cut side down in a small roasting pan or baking dish. You want to bake for 20 minutes. Remove the hamster from the oven. Spoon all the glaze over. Cover the hamster completely like you're putting it into a nice warm blanket that's very sticky. Then you're going to bake it. For an additional 20 minutes, basting every six minutes or so, the sauce will thicken and brown. They want to be careful not to burn the sauce or it's going to get yucky. You will be very, very sad. And no one wants to be depressed when they're cooking their Christmas hamster, especially if you're doing it for the holidays like Arbor Day. Anyway, then you want to let the hamster rest for a few minutes, slice it to your desired thickness, and spoon the pan sauce over. Serve sauce on the side. And it's going to give that, that, that extra mm, crunch of goodness on the hamster. So some people find that if you display it in a colorful hamster wheel, that uh, could be the most festive way to serve it, but it's up to you. I find that tubes work best for the most direct route to the plate. This is perfect for a large family of two for the holidays. And don't forget, don't play with your food. This is Waspy Soda Pop, and it's food is for eating. Happy holidays. Good work. <laughs> I like Christmas hamster. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I, I think that Waspy uh, found himself a real protein this time around. Better than him eating wood. I just want to... <laughs> or uh, air ducts. Right, point out to our listeners who may be using Spotify that if you type B4U swipe without a space between you and swipe, you won't find you uh, their podcast. Oh. So definitely, definitely put a space between B4, the letter U, space, swipe. To find it on Spotify, which is, I think, where most of our listeners are. Thank you so much. That was very helpful. Yeah. I, don't I appreciate it. We'll have to figure out if we can are. fix that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that you can, unfortunately, because it was weird. Anyway, so there you yeah. go. Or if you just yeah. put it into Google, it'll show up somewhere. Well, that's how I solved the problem is I went to Google, and then I found it, and then I went, oh, and then I put a space into Spotify, and I found it, so. Got it. Oh, okay. And if you type in quiver, clobble, and liquor, <laughs> uh, just for our website, just so you know, it won't come up. No, nothing will. <laughs> that doesn't work. Actually, no. Thanks, exactly. Greg. Another useful tidbit from Greg. Speaking of Greg, we are oh. now on to our next segment. This is uh, where actual legal questions get answered by Greg. Um, I just want you so... to know I don't have my law books here because I'm on vacation, so it's going to be a little flying by the seat of my pants. Well, this will be a shorter segment than normal because I don't think, I don't know. Did, Brenda, did you get a question together for uh, this week? Um, depending on how long it takes on his, uh, I do have one in the queue. <laughs> okay, well, this is a very simple one. So, Greg, just so you know, and everybody, this is Ask Greg. A law in the, the state of Ohio prohibits the usage of Santa Claus or his image to sell alcoholic beverages. And this law came to attention when uh, Bud Light attempted to use Spuds McKenzie, as mentioned in our sponsor earlier today, in a Santa Claus outfit during a 1987 ad campaign. They were forced to stop using the imagery. So, Greg, why do you think that law was put into place from your perspective as a non-attorney, as a fake lawyer? Um, what do you think? 
Well, in the 1930s and 1930s during Prohibition. Wait, the um, 1930s and the 1930s? The 1920s and okay, the 1930s. Okay, just check. Um, a lot of advertisers were using Santa Claus um, advertisements. And so people that basically gave people license to put like little bottles of liquor in their kids' shot stocking stuffers. And childhood alcoholism went through the fucking roof. It was nuts. Easter time, they do it. They just figured, oh, any nice religious holiday, we're going to start giving kids liquor. Because, hey, Santa Claus. He's going to put in their stocking stuffer. So it was terrible. Kids were going to school drunk. They were getting in a bicycle under the influence accidents, tricycles, and it was go-karts <laughs> swerving into trees because the kids would liquor it up. So that's why they passed the law. Now, more states should pass that law, I think. Well, <laughs> sorry, I just got the visual of it all. <laughs> I think that's the go kart especially the go kart especially. <laughs> yeah, the we're of getting loaded on tricycles and <laughs> on the street. All right, that was an excellent response, Greg. I have to say, uh, thank you very much for that one. It's the law. Yeah. Me. Well, you were <laughs> suggesting that other states should pick up on that as well. So right. Oh, yes. In other countries, as a you know, as the international component of this. <laughs> This podcast, yeah. I'll start to campaign for this to happen at least provincially here in Ontario. Yeah, like you the same pr the province in, in Canada that's similar to the state of Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yes, because they go begin with O and end in O. <laughs> right. I'm part of the International Ethical Lawyers Alliance, and we try to push push progressive laws. And we're trying yes. to do the opposite in Europe and have Krampus do liquor ads, scare children away. <laughs> So that's, we're trying to get that law passed. Okay. And we think it will be successful. The International Fake Lawyers Association, you mean? Yes. Yeah, okay. Just wanted to confirm that. I respect one. your activism. Brenda, did you have yeah, one we're that. Activists, uh, lawyers. Did you have a question uh, you wanted to ask, Greg? I, I, I'll, I'll save it for next week. Okay. Um, and I'll give our guests an opportunity. If you have a legal question that you've been thinking of or you've heard of that you want, Feel free to ask Greg right now if you have a question uh, waiting in the wings there. He, he is quite adept at addressing these legal questions. Oh, can we ask the... Yes, oh, well, sorry. ask Greg. I don't, I don't want to jump... I don't, if you had one burning, I'll... No, uh, no, 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 please, Lauren, go. Greg, this is a legit yes. question that we really wondered about, so we really need your counsel. Uh, is there any liability that we're using people's profiles in our <laughs> podcast we should be concerned about? 100% <laughs> there is. And you guys are probably going to be sued out of your, out of your buttholes. I know, but, right? <laughs> this is so you better concern. hope that you don't get too high of an audience because once people start seeing that shit, you're sued. <laughs> yep. Cool. That's kind of what we thought. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to be the bearer of bad tidings. But yeah. specifically out of their buttholes. Out of our buttholes. Specifically. I was using legal terms. <laughs> yeah. I'll break it down for the layman. Is that the Latin buttholes? You'll be sued out of your hoo-hahs. <laughs> I don't think that's my butthole. <laughs> I think just thinking as a, you know, a, a lot generic of sex educator here. 
We know a lot of dudes get confused about the holes down there, but... <laughs> the wrong hole syndrome. I just have issues with pores myself. Okay, so that being um, the Ask Greg segment of the show, now we can move on to discussing our client for today. And our client for today is I Saw Mommy Pegging Santa Claus. And uh, Greg decided, was the uh, deciding vote on this being the client that we should pick up for the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bigger. So, Greg, what was it about this particular client that you found most attractive that uh, you wanted to explore further, so to speak? Well, it's right there in the name. God. <laughs> what, I saw? Clean the wax out of your ears. It's brilliant. Was no. Was it the clause part of it? I just want to say legally, though, it's shaky ground because... I don't think any state is legal to peg Santa Claus. I hope. Essentially, I, mean, I think you're. I think we're okay. Yeah, if we're, Santa we're, wants we're, to be pegged, no, but Santa down. Claus is a mythical creature, and it seems. I was wow. just wondering if it involves cribbage in some way. Oh. <laughs> oh, pegging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because you have That's the little the tiny pegs, right? You know, because I'm a, I'm an older man, and I don't know well, a lot of these newfangled terms. That's where pegging started. People would pay cribbage, and the loser would get pegged by the winner. Or vice versa. <laughs> is, that how it's, is that how it how started? Like, yeah, that's why it's called pegging. I as long as everyone can sense at the beginning of the game that that sounds fun. Exactly. I mean, right on. So the song from Steely Dan called Peg, that's what it's all about. Good beef. Now, it's not like their lyrics would tell you what it was about because their lyrics never mean anything. Well, you know, the name Steely Dan, as many people know, originally came from the term for a dildo that was used in the book Naked Lunch from William Burroughs. So it seems to make sense that there could be like a, a peg connection there, you know, unless you're talking about women named Margaret, who also can be called Peggy or Peg for short. You know where the name 10CC came from? That, just want to know to... how the hell this came back to a prog rock band. That's a big. <laughs> that is well, a big. Steely Dan's not a prog rock band. They're like a jazz fusion rock band. Oh no, they're yeah. a prog rock. No, nah, they're not they prog. Feel... No, I think they do. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not a prog band. They're their own unique creature, Steely Dan. They were, but again, getting back to Peg, or we can just talk about Santa Claus in general, like where Santa Claus comes from, and like where the nature of pegging, like intersected in that case you know or is it the fact that maybe a kid actually saw or, or a or an adult an adult saw their mother pegging santa claus and were traumatized or or involved or involved the, the, <laughs> no 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 enthralled not involved different cultures that goes uh, back to the white trash sponsor we had yeah, a few letters makes a lot of difference in that sentence. Um, you know, the, I, you know, being that we have some some actual experts as opposed to the idiots we normally have on here, like us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk about you know the 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 quote unquote trauma that that a child might go through because they saw Santa or mom or somebody doing something. In the privacy of their own room because I mean, you know they came up to get a drink or what how how really i mean how traumatic is that really is that really that traumatic or is it are you asking our guests a question yeah no oh, okay. i am asking the question yeah no i'm asking you matt <laughs> when you walked in on mom and dad going at it 
Did it uh, really affect you? I never saw that happen. Okay. That's explained. Never happened to me. Thank and I'm very happy about that. I did, actually. and that's why I'm the way I am now. But I want to hear right. what the experts say. I believe, I think Brendan is right. I think most kids probably are like, yeah, I get it. Isn't it in our wiring? Like our, our DNA? We like probably instinctively know what it is, you know? I mean, I think it's yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, or do you walk in and just it's like one of those moments where you just you don't even remember it, it's just too shocking, and then you walk out. Well, and Lauren might have a different answer because it's like it's one of those questions like in a lot of sex ed where you can end up with the it depends answer because, yeah, like the age of the kiddo kid might not understand what was even happening in the first place. And so a lot of it, as hard as it might be to do, the parents, if they can try to react, not in this like embarrassed, shameful way or or basically having like feel like the kid did something bad or wrong by walking in like so if they can just sort of say like you know what mom you know what mom and mom or mom and dad but like what we were doing was private um and you know if our doors closed please knock like these are you know like and sort of establish those rules more than like never do that again or you're bad for seeing that or assuming the kid is now traumatized or things like that because that usually is it's usually the reaction that causes the exactly the, the, so would the you say the parent, would you say that the parents and tommy did the exact opposite of what you should do they didn't do it well the parents and tommy i, I don't i don't know the tommy, the rock tommy the musical uh, rock opera that i have not seen the rock opera i must admit okay sorry about that reference greg is movie, an old man and that is why you haven't mom seen it fucking this other guy and they actually like Tell them that they didn't see he didn't see anything or hear yeah, anything. Don't gaslight your kid. Don't tell them they did that it's like you're no, you're he actually goes down. blind. They scar him. He's so scarred, he goes blind oh. for the rest of his life. And he goes deaf. Right. And so he's an excellent players. pinball player, apparently. Right. Yes. But he had an excellent sense of smell. He had crazy flipping fingers. Yep. Right. You should have seen the digit counters fall. Yep. All right. I think we I think we worked the Tommy reference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> Okay, Lauren, what's your take on this? Yeah, no, I mean, I I think Chris is making a really good point of like the reaction is where the problem is. I mean, if you're, if you want to really go back to like the kid experience, right? So depending on age, if you have no framework around sex at all, if you've never seen porn, if you haven't had any conversations, if you haven't looked at a book, you like, you're going to think people are wrestling. I mean, if everyone's visible, if there's no blankets, if the lights are on, da, 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 you'll be like, okay, my references for nakedness are like well depends on the family but like showering and you know certain things that you do changing your clothes whatever or if you can't really see what's going on you might think people are tickling each other especially if there's happy sounds that you like you register as those are happy sounds you're going to put it in the happy box and it's going to make go into a schema with other happy things and you're going to make sense of it with whatever information you already have like that's how our brains operate unless there's something that cues you to say this thing was different and I should either be afraid of it or feel bad about it. And so that's where the reaction comes in. Unless the, you know, the mother has a giant purple, purple dildo that she's inserting into the back of a man I wearing a red and white fur outfit. No, right, think, and again, that and comes back to the that's for adults. Really good sex. I think if they're having really good sex, that's really hot, the sounds are probably terrifying because you're making these god awful noises. It's like, ah! 
Oh! Wait, wait a second, Greg. Greg, is that the noise that you make when you? I know. I'm so curious. Well, it's really I was good. like, oh, you tell me more about these noises. When it's I always expected you have like a high pitched squeal, like. No, I have a giddy laugh, a giddy giggle. I go, hee, hee, hee. And that's the happy I mean, boy. And if it's a teenager who knows damn well what they just walked into, it's one of those either I'm sorry it happened, like I'm sorry you saw that, and knock next time, and I bet the teenager's going to get the message and knock next time. They're going to be like, you're still fucking? Ew. You know, I mean, that's going to be the reaction. Yeah. But it's like a I quick view, would... and you oh, walk away. Yeah, I wanted to say I had the opposite reaction when I first saw UFC fighting. In the corner of my eye in a bar, I was in a bar and I thought it was like in the corner of my eye, I thought it was gay porno. Like the way they were, these half naked guys were grappling. And I was like, wait, what is this? This seems really like, and I was like, oh, it's fight wrestling. So it was the opposite of a kid who thinks his parents are wrestling. Right. Yeah. And you asked, how can exactly. I become an MMA fighter? And that began your... And the other piece, though, career. that I would add is that if the parents are engaged, in, or the two, I'm assuming parents, but like if the two people in the bedroom are engaged in something that is a little bit more or less vanilla, I'll say, then there might need to be like a don't, a don't try this at home thing. So like, don't tie somebody to a bed, don't pour candle wax on somebody don't, don't like don't, like, don't like, like a... adults know how to do these things and like it's it's dangerous and it, like it's and i would like and i would and i would probably flip that just a little bit and i would say it in the positive okay. of as adults like we've talked about and we've learned our skills so right. at, you know, this is something you've got to learn more about before it would be okay for any yeah, any whether yeah so like going the positive route i mean the Everyone, you know, whatever. Everyone's got their own parenting style or communication style, but right. I, I would never want to say don't and pair it with some of the fun kinky shit that I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's, I, I like that. I like that point there too. It was just more the idea of that if, if someone sees something that you know is, Could yeah, requires it. a certain skill set or <laughs> it's, it's like more in depth, then it's, yeah. then it's like, that cautious thing of sort of you like you may not want to know that your mommies have been to sex workshops but your mommies have been to sex workshops right <laughs> and here's a youtube channel like to... I, was, to, I once i think caught my parents having sex and i think it's like a suppressed memory where it almost felt like a dream for so long like did that really yeah. happen i don't no. but i think it did because it was very specific usually dreams are weirder and i remember walking in and my, it was kind of dark, but I could see my dad and my mom, and I was really little. I think I had a nightmare, so I wanted to talk to them or something. And my dad just kind of turned around. What? What was that, Greg? Oh, no. And Greg closed the, I knew something like frozen. I shouldn't be there. So I closed the door. And then they never talked to me about it. They never talked. The next day, they didn't say, oh, Greg. Well, you got to back up, Greg. Greg, you night. froze when you were talking before, so you need to back up to when you walked in the room and what your dad said. That's and dad, you. and dad moved his head, and what happened then? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. missed that part. And then his whole head spun around like the exorcist. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, no, no, he just turned around and just said, he, he was just like, Greg? And I was just like, I, for some reason, there was this instinctual thing. I was like, ah, oh, and I closed the door, went back to bed. And then the next day, he never talked to me about it. So, so he just said your weird? name, and you walked out. Yeah, he just kind of went, and it wasn't like shitty, like, Greg. Right. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He was just like, Greg? Like, oh, shit. And, but he never <laughs> talked to me about it. And, you know, I grew up Catholic, too, so sex was always, this has that weird, that's wrong. Um, so it always seemed I mean, it's weird not horrible. If he, if he didn't react in a shaming, angry way, and he just said your name and you left, 
I mean, and again, depending That's on how old you were, it might not be the worst thing to just then sweep it under the rug and not bring it up again. I mean, it's not, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, there's a, it's, you're missing a moment and it's not the worst reaction in the world, right? Like I'm not, I'm going to sort of say it. I think, but. Chris, what I really appreciate about what you just said is I think a lot of parents are just really, I mean, we live, especially here in the U.S., it is such a sex negative culture. There's so much shame and you reference Catholicism, man, that is a whole intense scene, right? Around sex and what you say and what you don't say and what's okay. It's because so of Santa I, Claus, actually. It is, it is it. Oh, absolutely because everyone Santa Claus happens. comes out of the Catholic and Orthodox cultures, and no, and yeah. no one has pull, yeah. and so we got to be good little girls and boys, uh, yeah. and we're only girls and boys, also for the record. Um, but Chris, Forever. I think you're making a really generous point, though, toward parents of like we uh, part of our philosophy in general is like, man, people are just doing their fucking best with the information they have. And so did your parent, did, did, was it a missed opportunity to have another follow-up conversation and be like, Hey, everything was okay. I know it might've seemed different in the room when you walked in last night, but like, everything was cool. You, do you have any questions? Like, that's what I would say to any parent is ask the kid, do you have any questions about what you saw? They will then ask you age appropriate questions for what they're curious about. Cause usually adults are like, fuck, I have to tell you everything that happened and what was going. And it's like, kids most of the time don't want to know. They're like, or the kinds of questions they have are super Like, bizarre. was the other parent okay? Or were yeah. you okay? And it's just like, yep, we were fine. Was that fun? Thumbs up. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, cool. And they walk away. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we shouldn't assume what, what the kids actually want. So, you know, we'd also say to parents, you know, just chill the fuck out. It's probably yeah. low key in the kid's world, but you can make it a big thing by either ignoring it or, yeah. Make it a big deal out of it for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it reminds me of like, it's like this dumb joke, but it, I think it has a lot of like messaging behind it, which is like, you know, a kid, like a four-year-old comes back from nursery school or kindergarten or whatever. And is like, oh, you know, to a parent, where did I come from? And the parents like takes the deep breath and is like, all right, here we go. And I'm going to like, does the huge, you know, like talk about the birds and the bees and where babies come from and penises and vaginas and pregnancies and the kids eyes get really wide and the kids like oh that's where I came from because Johnny came from Philadelphia <laughs> all I know is that you just answered a whole lot of questions for Greg just now yeah. <laughs> right so the bottom line it's like where did I come from oh that's a great question why did you ask oh because Johnny came from Philly it's like oh great you came from Chicago done <laughs> Right. That's what the kid wanted to hear, right? Like so, you, you know. It's just yeah, like no. Clarifying what question is being asked is important in life in a lot of ways. And, oh yeah, and that's, that's a great example of it for sure. I would tell my kid, "You came from nothingness, and you will end up as nothing when you die." <laughs> That's what I would tell my kid if he asked that question. And then you'd read them the definition of nihilism and uh -huh. uh, explain about where they stand in the universe and how they're merely one with yes. the universe. They're made of the same of a, atoms as the rest of the universe as well. A Christmas card that I got, which is like it says on the like the front of it, it's like Frosty the Snowman had a peaceful uh, relationship with his temporary existence in life. And then it's like crossed out and it says, how about a corn cob pipe? This is too dark. That's <laughs> like, so, <laughs> just that idea of, you know. There's also Maybe that. Frosty shouldn't have been smoking because that hastened his demise. Totally right. Yeah. You know. It melted it more. Yeah. It's yeah. Fire. Ah, uh, and then just a puddle also. <laughs> yep. And... I'm getting sad now. Let's talk about something <laughs> more upbeat. Hey, Greg, like I'm mommy just pegging Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> 
I, well, I'm curious though, Greg, I want to turn the question back to you. What do you wish your parents had done or your dad or whatever? Do you yeah, wish your dad had pegged well, Santa Claus instead? I wish my parents so bad taught, taught me about anything. They never talked to me about anything. So when I started masturbating, I was just like, I thought I was this one solitary freak in the world. I had no clue that anyone else was doing it. I thought I was this hard. It was also the Catholic church did some shit on me, but I was like, I, if they just told me at 13, Greg, I noticed you're in the bathroom a lot. Want to talk <laughs> about it? You know, that's everyone does that, Greg. You know, I do it sometimes when your mom's away. And I would have just been like, oh, really? <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. But I grew up hating myself because I thought I was this like, I thought I was going to end up like in the park, the guy in the, the coat. Right. Flashing people. And I just thought I was the biggest pervert in the world. You're and taught you're a DJ. And has that position changed, Greg? Uh, a little, logically, but still, feel my feelings still feel like, yeah, sex yeah. is, maybe I should be having sex. It's wrong. Yeah, I it's never had weird. any talk with my parents, but my mother did give us a book called Where Do I Come From? And uh, then at, when puberty was coming around, she gave us another book called uh, What's Happening to Me? And uh, <laughs> I that one. never I that one talked too. about we they, those topics were never discussed. Yeah. All I was was given this book, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, this and probably explains Santa, a lot. Oh, go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, and if Santa came around and said, please peg me, you'd be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't it know. It wasn't what, in the book, it wasn't, it wasn't in the book. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I had, I have an older brother, so I mean, I always had him to talk to, I didn't have to talk to mom and dad about all those things. and did he have good information, do you feel like? Did he have good information? He had information. He, <laughs> I didn't I didn't live the existence that, that Greg did and that I didn't have somebody go, Oh yeah, dude, I get it. No, totally. That's what happens. And you you know, just don't let mom catch it because she'll freak the hell out. You know, so I had that kind of good information. I didn't feel, you know, whatever. But yeah. Well, I had an older brother who was gay, so he was in ten times the amount of hell I was in. Because he was jerking off, thinking about men. So he was way more probably guilty than I. Than well, how did you know what he was thinking about? Did he tell I was you? Gonna, yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, if you're doing that, you're doing that. I mean, what's going on in your mind is. No, I'm saying my brother, like, he didn't come out re really late. Like, he was really, like, uh, like in the closet for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that he probably was like me, who grew up not knowing about sex. And like, why are we doing these horrible things? Uh, and, and with the Catholic Church probably telling him, you know, yeah, that, yeah. you know, queer people are going to burn in hell. And yeah. yeah, fuck, man, that's intense, Greg. I hope your brother well, feels very loved now. for him. I was. Yeah. <laughs> this just explains Greg's certain uh, hoodie fascination, though. What? what? <laughs> oh, it is that cold. was the reaction. <laughs> It's like, Wait, no, it's several times. Sometimes I just like to say things and say the response. And have the whole group be like, huh? What? Where's Matt going with this one? We have, we have no idea. Wait, Greg, I thought you were in Portland. No, you're in New York. He's in New York today. He's normally today. in Portland, but today he's in New York. He's okay. visiting family out there. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I froze up, so I kind of missed a lot of that. But no, let's move on. Enough <laughs> about me. Enough about Greg. And his pegging of Santa Claus. All right. Well, that the fact of the matter though is that we have come to the conclusion 
of this week's episode. I do want to greatly thank Dr. Lauren Lichty and Dr. Chris Gowan, the hosts of the Before You Swipe podcast. Again, everybody go out and listen to it now um, after you know you, you hear the end of this particular show. And uh, if this, do you guys have anything last you would like to say to anybody who's listening? Anything that uh, you want communicated? I think the only thing I always want to say to everyone is just whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're into, as long as there's consent involved, whether it's with yourself or someone else, like, fuck yeah, enjoy. <laughs> let go okay. of the shame, let go of the guilt. Yep. That's right. Feel free to kill someone who asked you to kill them. So <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, what it's all about. That's assisted suicide. I think we're good. I think we're I was going to say, depending on what state you're in, like, solid, right on. Okay, well, you know, it's... <laughs> I mean, Solid. if you're going to open that door, Matt, I'm all for it. I think, you know, more states Agreed. should have that rule. Are you Absolutely. are you asking for help is what you're saying, Brendan? I'm saying if I'm, like, shitting myself, I've already told my boys, you know, if dad can't wipe his own ass, it's time to just put me down. So Well, there's you know. a difference between shitting yourself and not being able to wipe your own ass. So what are you clarifying here? You, yeah, you got to get some real clear yep. lines, bright lines. I've bright shit lines. myself. Believe yeah, me. you could shit yourself and still times. wipe yourself. But if you can't wipe yourself, that's different. Yeah, I could wipe Okay, me. so I guess I'll, I'll hang it up on can't wipe my own ass. Okay. You you're feeling, and your feelings might change, so you'd have like a three, we have to have this conversation three more times. Yeah, what if you're fully <laughs> you lucid, like, but your arms are amputated? My arms are amputated? Yes. But you're totally still like lucid. And I have no fear and... of death. Just do it. If I'm if I'm, a, if I'm a bigger burden on people than I can contribute, then it's probably time to go. Do you think you're not you're not going to be able to contribute without having arms? Given my career, yes. Unless I can type with my nose, I don't know what I would do. You can't you type with your speech nose. Hard, or you, hard can, exactly, you can do software. speech to text. There are and, ways. You know, Stephen Hawking wrote books. We'll support you, I'm Brendan. So, I'm sorry, it Brendan. Your arms. We've got your back. <laughs> it's your life. It's your right to choose, man. We believe in your right to choose. But I got to say, Stephen Hawking's was a big burden on everyone around him. They were probably sick of that fucker. Yeah, but he was he was oh, figuring out black ass. holes. I'm not figuring out black holes. I mean, I'm I'm making websites and doing social <laughs> media. One quick thing: this is always the weird consent issue in the past 20 years that really tests it. Well, it doesn't really test it to me. There was that German cannibal who put out like want ads for, "Hey, is, oh. is anybody into like being eaten? Like, is, does anybody have the sick, perverse thing that you want to be eaten by someone, murdered and eaten?" And some guy answered. Some there's a kink for everyone. And he ate him, killed him and ate him. And then, of course, he got arrested. I was going to say, it was, he got it was consensual. Right? It was consensual. What happened? Did he go to prison? I thought that was I like a remember. Santa live skit. Is that for real? I, no, no, I'm serious. No, it really it's a happened. Story. Yeah. Okay. Is this real? Okay, because I've definitely it heard of this, but I don't know wire. It was all over the AP Newswire like 15, 20 years ago. And I guess it was, he wasn't lying. This guy did answer. There was proof that this guy said, yeah, I'm into this. And he ate him, but that's against the law. But, the eating part. If that's the problem. And also, I don't know what the laws are for the assisted suicide in, because right. it usually has to be under the guidance of a physician. Like, you just can't whack someone who wants to die. And there's, yeah. so, there's so few places where that's ever been legal, too, right? Like, so you have to yeah. be in the right city, and da -da -da -da. I mean, there's so many. Or and, then, and, and then you get into, like, mental health issues, like, is this guy in a frame of mind that he can make these kind of decisions for himself? Like, so yeah, I want to die and be eaten. Okay, well, you know, let's talk about it for a second. Yeah. yeah. Which is why a physician is usually involved before yeah. people get green lighted. Yeah. 
You know, I was going to toss out all of these uh, keyword search terms today, and I totally forgot to do it. I, was gonna, I had this whole experiment I was going to do today. I, I was going to like, all right, so I just said it quickly. Just say them. Just say I mean, them in succession. Femdom, Santa Claus 1959, Free Fire, Chile, Hookups and Fishing, Etsy, Adopt Me, TikTok, um, Tinder Gold, Tinder Platinum. So I was really wanted to get into Santa Claus 1959. But anyway, that was... That. Yeah, those were the search terms that the software recommended? That's right. You should not Santa pay Claus the $30 plus... I, Santa Claus 1959 was one that I really kind of wanted, wanted to explore at one point, just because I didn't know what it had to do with anything. Well, and also, Femdom was another one I was thinking, is that like a kingdom? But it's a femdom, and it's like you don't have a king. It's So yeah. I figured they, they would be very good well, at answering I, that I, question. I, I understand too. that. And Etsy the... as well could be involved. Etsy? Where does Etsy's Etsy great. come from? Oh, uh, Etsy's well, or a special outfit to wear when you're pegging Santa. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah to... actually, I think that works I, yeah. the best, honestly. So, Matt, no cribbage sites came up? No. <laughs> but, you know, that could. There could be people out there hunting down cribbage and pegging for that specific thing. There, there's I mean. a site, there's a part of Etsy I have not seen, obviously. I just bought two ornaments off of Etsy. One is they they both look like snowflakes, but one is a bunch of peni penises like around, and they're like ejaculating out. So it's like this little snowflake pattern. And the other one is like vulva. You bought that as an ornament. Hell yeah! yeah so you I have these two Christmas yeah. ornaments. One's the penises ejaculating, and the other one's like vulva, like all interlocked. So it has a snowflake pattern. It just sounds messy. That's that's well, they're not, they're not actually liquidy. Nested cunts behind my head. That's the art on my wall. Is that what's head. behind your head? Behind my head, and, and your podcast listeners won't be able to see, but it's nested, you know, coin purses of all different sizes and they're nested together. And so they're, it's actually called the coin purse. Oh man, I should remember the artist's name. Scott something is in their name somewhere. Scott's in the name, but Scott something. Scott something. Scott something. You can look up Scott something and they'll find him. Scott, and just, yeah, just put a it. space between Scott and something if you're searching <laughs> yes. for it on Spotify. Exactly. But only Spotify, only. nowhere else. But only on Spotify, not yeah. on Apple or any of the other podcasting systems. For Penis and Volvo ornaments, cunt coin purses. We've got all your all your needs met. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get as soon as this is over. I'm heading to Etsy. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we have one more episode left before the end of the year. So next week is going to be kind of a year-end roundup. And uh, that'll be exciting or boring or both at the same time, depending upon where you log in. Can we get wound up? Again. What? During that, can we get wound up during that roundup? Wound up? up? What do you mean? During the wind down. Greg, please get wound up. up. I think if we're going to do it, I think... Greg and I should be as drunk as we possibly can. I, I, we need to do one episode where we're all at like full blown enthusiasm. But we should all drink eggnog and vomit at the end of the podcast on YouTube. You know, the, the problem with eggnog is like, you know, it's just so many calories and it's so much sugar. You can't and... drink enough to get drunk off of no, eggnog because, I, it's because it fills you up first. Yeah, I agree. It's like I'll have choice. one. And then I go, yeah, all right, I'm done. It's also disgusting just across the Yeah, that's the main reason. <laughs> and, and, yeah, if you don't like eggnog, it's really a bad choice. It's really a bad choice. I can I make some moonshine eggnog or before. Like the stuff why... you have to age for a while. 
that shit gets you fucked up. You don't have to drink very much of it, but. You age your eggnog? I Yeah, because it's the actual egg yolk and stuff like that. It was from like a, my uh, sister-in-law um, is from West Virginia and Tennessee. And so it was an actual like. So it's actually chicken nog is what it is. Because you've aged nog, it to yeah. the point where. hey no. yeah, exactly. welcome to yeah. Welcome to my humor. All righty. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. Again, thank you very much to Dr. Lauren Lichty, Dr. Chris Gowan for their engaging uh, repartee on our show. Your consultation with the law offices of Quiddle, Squabble, and Picker has ended. You may pay your retainer at www.qsblah.org. Please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk. We hope to see you again soon, but you need to leave now. I said leave. Why don't they ever listen? Get out! Get out! <laughs>